morning, officer. Maybe this is the pot calling the kettle black. This guy thinks he's a genius and he's a moron. <laughs> Good news, everyone. Y2K! Y2K! Oh no! Think of like the dumbest cave troll that you know. You looked right at me when you said that. You're not the dumbest. Here are the facts as I see them. Everybody, welcome. We're here. Banda Radio Hour. Uh, let me go ahead and get this out of the way, because that was an agonizing pain last episode. It slipped my mind the whole time. Follow us on Twitter at Banda Radio Hour. Uh, click subscribe, like all that jazz, Instagram, uh, Merce, I forget anything, Rumble, podcast, anywhere you can find them. Yeah, basically. any. We're, we're all over. Yep. But anyways, we're here. Hi, everybody. Uh, dude, how the hell are you doing? Hang on. Let, let me guess before you tell me. Blueberries. Blueberries. <laughs> but I put the last one in the dirt today. Yeah. Okay. So I'm what? done planting blueberries unless one dies and I got to get some more. But Then resets. Yeah. I know that language. The main yeah. the main berries are is in the it, dirt. Is that what you were doing on the weekend? What, you took your boat out too? Oh, yeah. I took the boat out Saturday. Where'd you go? Uh, just up and down the river. Did you fish or did you just jump in the water? Uh, a little of both was in the wild. Uh, went just basically up and down the river, just enjoying it for the afternoon. And then once it gets evening, the fishing's like really is when like the best time to fish. So it was just as soon as evens get down, I ran up to Horse Creek, good little fishing spot. Yeah. And uh, as soon as I went to idling where I needed to go, I realized my shifter cable decided to break on dude, my. Dude, don't tell me something went wrong on your boat when you took it out. Yeah. <laughs> dude, you, there's the thing. You ain't got like some rinky dink like little shit John boat that's barely talking. No, and it's just but. Other than the time we went, there's yeah. been no issues on well, it well. again until now. But and it wasn't anything anything major. It's just the the shifter cable like kind of came apart, so I wasn't able to shift like out of forward. So I could I could only go forward or faster. Like there was no like I wouldn't want to put it in reverse. I still went forward and fast. <laughs> Dude, I will, I'll never forget when you and I went. It seemed like something out of uh, Road to El Dorado. Like, we'll follow that trail. We go 50 yards. Clink! Blah, 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 blah. And it's like, yeah, ah! We, yeah, we, spun, we spun a hub like 100 yards from the boat ramp. Yeah, yeah, literally. <laughs> like, and raw! Welp, we'll paddle back. <laughs> Slowly, carefully, and methodically. Yeah, I actually told, I was talking about that on like, as we passed a little spot where we sat at trying to fix it, or like, what best was like, oh yeah, last time i was here i uh spun a hub right here and then you know who all'd you go with just your chick just your lady friend and her doggy yep Yep. so good good day doing a whole lot of nothing but made so this morning i was working on a boat and putting a new cable in and then blueberries i uh you know like like i said last episode i screwed up my back uh, which now let me just announce my hypocrisy. Uh, thanks to the wonderful pharmaceutical overlords that we all serve. It's feeling better. Uh, they gave me these handy little pills that helped after I went to a specialist, but I went to like the specialist on Friday. And before then, I'm sure I was a sight to be seen. Cause like I'm the only employee at our ranch right now at like our little personal ranch. I'm the only employee. We Same. License- I don't get paid. <laughs> I get paid. Um, Still running like 600 head, um, 400 head, my bad. Uh, but uh, we freaking, last week, so like I still had like, I uh, still had to drag pasture. Uh, I still had to do a couple of other things, uh, mess with the fence, uh, put out molasses. And like my back, it would be good for like two to three hours of steady work. Then we just get where it felt like someone was stabbing me in my lower back or ass. 
and like in my blue jeans and boots and like button up shirt, I'd stop the tractor, stop the truck and just get out and get in a yoga pigeon stance in the middle of the pasture, which is where like you cock a leg sideways and put the other one behind you and try to sit on your ass at the same time. And I'm like, somebody watching from a distance be like, what is wrong with that hippie? Yes. (laughs) Yes. And I'd, I'd have to do that like two or three times a day. So that sucked. Uh, but no, then I went there Friday and they were like, well, we can either like give you surgery or shots or maybe some pills and maybe you'll heal. And I'm like, let's go with maybe some pills and maybe I'll heal. I'm like, wait, wait, wait. I'm already goofy. Are these like the pills that are going to make me anymore? I, I don't like prescription pills that make me loopy as a, as a connoisseur of finer things in life. <laughs> that just never struck my fancy. I was, nah. I want them high grade pills. Nah. And I like even I, I think I've been prescribed oxycontin before, or oxycodone before for like serious injuries, and I hate the feeling of like it's like your head is in a fishbowl or like your brain's in a fishbowl. It's like if I turn my head too quick, like my brain's trying to catch up or something. I don't know. Maybe that's a shitty way to explain. I don't like the pills, but they gave me like something for my muscles, something for my nerves, and something for like everything else. So I was able to get through the weekend. And I'm here. I'm actually going to work a full day tomorrow and stretch. But, um, man, I did have, I had something happen over the weekend. That was, what'd you do? That was quite magical. I attended a birthday party. That was, and I gave Merce a small, a small preview of what I dealt with at this birthday party. No, you gave me a long form Facebook message, which I had no idea what you were even. Well, it was a bunch about. of short forms, but just give some of the highlights of what I. I'll have to find. It was just some bullet points. You were just like, I don't. I don't, I don't. I, hey, I'll paint a scene. I'll paint. So my daughter had to go to a birthday party, and uh, normally I begrudgingly go to these things because. Yeah, but when you're a kid, there's the best part because you get the little goodie bags at the end. No. Hey, hey, I'll I'll get there. I'll get there. Let me start off with, she comes up to me on a Thursday and goes, hey, daddy, boy at school, gave me this invitation and uh, said, I, uh, if I take the invitation, I have to come. But if like, you know, if I don't take it, it's fine. But he gets so they know how many people are coming. And I said, well, all right, let me see it. And she hands me a uh, piece of notebook paper that has been ripped. And it has an adult writing, well, not the kid's writing, you know, uh, name, address, uh, what time, uh, and here's contact phone number. Like, my immediate thought is like, man, whoever they were had to do this over and over. All right, I'll I'll be straight up. The rednecks, hey, I'm redneck. A lot of us are redneck in a lot of different ways. I was thinking more like, sounds like a guy in a van. let (laughs) Let me tell you this, like... The contrarian in me, every time my daughter has gotten a birthday invitation and it's on this crisp, clean little, like the mom sat down with Microsoft Word and paint and put together Jim Bob's birthday of this and it's Easter, the bunny themed or something, you know, goes all out. I'm like, that's like someone with too much time on their hands. I know it might be more efficient just sit there and do the invitations. 20 of them spit them out that way. My but. sister literally just made some of those for my nephew. There's something so you, yeah. there's the, yeah, I know. I know. I'm like, I'm totally taking a pot shot at probably most of our female <laughs> listeners. Like, like this is such a womanly thing. There's, there's when, I, when I was, I mean, I had even, I think they were like whatever the dollar store had or Walmart. What? Cause you would buy you like the, your birthday theme yeah. and you would have the invitations, like the matching plate. There's a real stupid lizard part of my brain 
that like, I don't necessarily despise those invitations that like your sister sent out or whatever. There's something about I'm seeing this one and I'm like, all right, I'm in for something. I'm, this is this, <laughs> this is someone that, that that caught your attention. This is I'm like, this is someone that's ripped out, ripped up twenty separate, maybe maybe ten separate pieces of paper and wrote the same thing on every piece of paper, same thing ten times. Said it all, didn't photocopy it or nothing. I'm like, all right, Lily, yeah, let's let's go to this. Let's go check this out. So we go. Uh, How do you know it wasn't the kid? They just wrote it at school. You could just tell third grade. They don't, they can't spell that good. They can't write that good. They can't, there's, they wouldn't know to put the full phone number and address and unless an adult was sitting right over them, making them do it. There's just signs. But anyways, uh, we pull up and so like, dude, I'm not even knocking them. They like, they've, uh, it's better than anything I have because I don't own jack shit right now. Uh, but like they live in like, uh, it's a double wide trailer on 10 acres with like a pond and a trampoline and they were going to have a movie night, but like a projector or something, but something went wrong with it. But dude, first of all, it was so nice. Probably most of these kids are like on the lower income racket. Uh, dude, nobody there is on their phone. It was all like me and my friends when we were younger, like going crazy, jumping on a trampoline, stuff like that. My daughter, like living in the moment, living in the moment, going down, like playing tag, kids riding their street bikes that are made for street through the grass instead of on the con- instead of on the shell driveway and stuff like that. And uh, <laughs> dude, I get there, and what it like? It some of the things I'm saying. They're going to sound judgmental when I'm saying them, but some of them might be. But, like, it's just a descriptor of how just kind of authentic this place is. So, like, one of the conversations I'm hearing as I get there is, like, uh, I can hear from, from outside, Hey, yeah, I sent you it on Cash App. Now meet me here and I'll get it from you. And I'm like, oh, that's one of those deals. <laughs> like, I'm, like, oh, I'm going to take my seat. I'm taking my seat and I'm saying hi to people. And they're all lovely people, nice people I'm talking to. Uh Lots of tattoos, lots of openly smoking cigarettes. Uh, and I'm I, like looking over and it's all outside and everything. And I'm, first of all, hang on, the most, the most important thing about every single person there, and I don't care what subgroup of people I'm going around, everybody there is nice as can be. Like just, hey, how you doing? Do you want some food? Do you want a drink? Yada, yada, yada. I'm like, no, I'm good. I brought my water. I'm having my own stuff. Thank you very much. Uh, everyone's cool. So dude, as I'm sitting there, I see this uh, out of the corner of my eye. Uh, this boy catches my attention. He's got to be like 10 to 12 years old, something like that, a little bit older than my daughter. And uh, looking like he looks a little shorter than everybody else. Uh, you know, like where, where like the, all the other boys his age, like he's like coming up barely to like their shoulder. Well, a short kid. So me in life. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like, a, uh, like a short guy. All right. And there's something like in my peripheral, like, Give that another look. Something's not adding up. Look over and I, so like I see like uh, he's, they're shoot they're playing basketball. There's like just a, a dirt spot with a rim above it. You know, they're all shooting in it and stuff like that. Same thing we had growing up. And uh, he's wearing like a athletic tank top, like that jersey material almost. And then he's wearing Jinko like shorts, like the jorts almost that go like down. Pa- but then I just see shoes. Pointing backwards. Like, 
like the jean shorts stop and shoes pointing backwards. I'm like, you know, I'm not trying to be like, so like I look back at like whatever, like I look back at my daughter or whatever's going on back. I look back over and sure enough, shoes pointing straight backwards. I'm like, like out from under the Jinko shorts. And then I put two and two together and I go, this dude ain't got no shins. So it's like cotton from King of the Hill. Yeah. And, and like, and like I said, like where the Jinko shorts end, it's like Nike shoes pointing backwards. And that would be something in of itself. So they weren't shorts. They were jeans for him. They were shorts. That, they're okay. shorts for us. They're okay. jeans for him. Okay. Now I'm here, I'm, I'm following you. Here is the thing, everybody. You're talking about a child. I am. I am. But here's what I'm saying. If I like see somebody like this on the street, like I get all these, uh, I, th- I think like we all do, I get all these things in my head about like how their life must be so difficult and all this pity and all this like, and I don't know them and maybe, you know, a lot of confused feelings on the inside. This kid was owning these fat bastards at basketball. Hey, can't get called for traveling. Dude. No, I mean, like, I watched him, and I was blown away. So it's like these redneck kids that he's playing with, and there's, like, five of them that are, like, his age, and there's, like, probably five to ten that are my daughter's age, and there's, like, five that are, like, five-year-olds, like, three distinct groups. And, like, dude, it's so funny, and it's, like, it's... it almost reminds me of like African tribesmen, but it's like the redneck version. They're like, what can you do? And he's like, I can do a split like y'all ain't never seen. And like, bam, does it. And it looks like the gif of all the black kids going, whoa. <laughs> like they're all pointing like, dude, he was doing so, I say somersaults. They weren't like full summer, but he was doing it 10 times better than anybody else. So he was just in his element. Dude, not only, like in his, not only in his element, like I'm sure if he had like the bottom parts of his legs, he's easily the most athletic person there adults included and like i see him on the trampoline later on with like 15 other kids on it owning kids and popcorn because he can just like hold this and like dude he's owning it i'm up i'm upset for the mental image my 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 mind is painting i've never seen a happier kid in my life i'm like dude that's so badass that's, and by the way, I see like five other dork kids, that, a bunch of other great kids. But I see like like one little girl that just like stubs her toe and like just want the rest of the day. Just wow. And I'm like, someone like, someone hit her. <laughs> I'm not gonna, but I'm, I'm kidding. She, she, I feel like there's nothing I can say that's even. even it was like, just a beautiful thing to go to. I'm so happy I went. And like one of the best things was. I feel like you're, you're, you're sitting there like you're at a, like a National Geographic documentary. You're just sitting, you're just sitting back and just observing. And there's like a chick there that totally gave me Vicky Valancourt vibes. Who was like, I, I was like, uh, it was, it was fun. Yeah. That's one of the things you said in Facebook. Like, like Vicky. Like, <laughs> There's there's a girl there who gives me Vicky Valancourt vibes, and I'm not gonna say it's a bad thing. It was, but uh, uh, one of the best things I like the kid whose birthday it was, dude. He was like a 45 year old trucker condensed down to a 10 year old, just like a little chunky, a little bit of a gut. He had a he had a kind of one of them fishing material shirts, like the nylon feeling stuff. But it's like just a little too small. Just like not, not way too small, but just a little bit of that tire hanging out of the front. Some shorts and some Crocs. And uh, well, me and Lily were debating over what we were going to get him for his birthday. And uh, she couldn't figure out. I said, well, what about Nerf gun? Everybody likes Nerf gun. So I'll give him a Fortnite Nerf gun, you know, in case he likes video games or something. Uh, 
get it there. And one of the, one of the most brilliant parts of the night, she was really worried he would not like the gift. And uh, we get it to him. And there's not a lot of kids around whenever he's opening the gift. They're all, like, busy being awesome shithead kids doing awesome shithead kid things. And uh, he pulls out this Nerf gun. Looks at us. And then I, like, I see a, I see a light bulb turn on. And he goes, Lily. Shh. Puts it back in the bag. Puts it behind him. Goes back to opening presents. Then, like, all the rest of the kids come off. They're all having fun. Goes, all right, I'm going to put my presents up. And I'm, I'm going to use the bathroom. Goes about, dude comes out with that Nerf gun and just starts taking people. <laughs> just starts shooting them in the face. Starts one of his older girl cousins takes It's a, my party a, and I'll shoot you if I want one to. Of the, but by the time we're leaving, his older girl cousin that's probably like 13 is taking off a flip-flop and beating his ass with it because he's hitting her. So I'm like, we, this has been fun. Thank y'all. Like, and I'm, I don't mean that sarcastically. I mean that lovingly. It was one of the funnest kid birthday. And it's... Dude, I've been to ones, and God bless you mothers. God bless you mothers that take so like so much pride in your creation turning like 10 years old, and you go out of your way to make it like all themed and all like all that jazz. Like, you know, uh, uh, everything must be perfect. We must have this many tables, this many chairs. This... Like, as noble as that intent is man just like letting kids just run around and go crazy with a trampoline and like a nerf gun and then making their own games and being dirty and wrestling and stuff it was it was so just cool kids being kids. it was a trip back to the 90s dude not one person was on their phone that's awesome that was my favorite thing about for like two two hours i mean i was because i'm a hypocrite i was gonna say clearly i was getting like yeah i was getting oh i'm just shooting merce updates of what i'm seeing the whole time i was like where where in alabama are you (laughs) yeah (laughs) i'm just right down the road great people i i cannot wait for this kid to turn 11 i want to go back they were fun and if any of y'all listen to this that were there i ain't even talking shit i loved it uh but much better than some of the others i've been to um but dude that got me to thinking uh Something you were kind of chewing on in, in before we came up was uh, there. There's a lot of shit going on, like uh, with seemingly. <laughs> what was it you said earlier this week? I made the tweet of like Rome is oh, falling. Oh, the fall of Rome. The fall and of then, Rome, and then. But hang on, hang on. You forgot one key point of that. Happy dance. Like that's yeah. what, that's at the end of it. Happy dance because that's yeah. But I'm not happy. Hmm. You're you might be happy. Yeah. I'm not, yeah, but, you know, you quoted, you know, the, the stuff with Sudan, you know, yeah. the embassy closed in, you're like, oh, the fall of Rome. Yeah. And then, like, three hours later, the news drops that the Mint is talking about changing the metal in coins to save money, yeah. which is literally what happened at the fall of Rome. But hang on, this is like the 50th, literally what happened at the fall of Rome. That, yeah, but it's... <laughs> you got... <laughs> you got to remember, the fall of Rome I was... don't do this anymore, man. I'm liking chronicling it. That's that's cool. Like we're keeping up with it. Like, dude, you know, me and me and a family member were having a chaw this morning, having to talk about it. And uh you know with like these uh, we were watching those riots in Chicago or those like mass lootings. Like did, did you see any of that over the weekend where it's just like wipe if bunch of people in the hood. Uh, it was a peaceful protest absolutely by cnn standards 100 percent uh dude wiped it out you just saw people taken out by it and it's like and then like 
by the end of the weekend, I'm seeing a video of what what did I share of a dad get five cops showing up. I don't know where it is. I just know it's in the United States to arrest a dad. Oh, they yeah, they bust through it like you would think he was a drug dealer or something. Dude, you'd think he killed a person. Yeah. Not, maybe not killed a person, but yeah, you'd think he'd done something heinous. Yeah, the, the sheriff's department basically swatted his house. Swatted without, his without house. Swat. Yeah, uh, reach in. No, may I come in? No, is Dale here or whatever? The wife to the side. Bull- bulldoze in, grab him, put him in cuffs. He finally goes, what am I being arrested for? And what, what is the charge? Unlicensed body. body art. Yeah. And he goes, what the hell are you talking about? And he, I guess he gave a 16-year-old son an ear piercing yeah, and and the best part is him just cackling. Starts he just starts laughing. He, dude, the dad just started, like he doesn't like he thinks it's. I think he thought it was a joke at first or something because yeah. he starts laughing. And but like, dude, even like that's the best response ever to being like because you gotta realize if you even take out those cops that got you, the whole system's against you after that. I, I wonder about the cops. Like I get that they're doing their job, but. I wonder how that meeting is like, okay, we're about to go break into Jimmy John's house here. Like, you want me to go kick in this guy's front door for... And here's the thing. And I know it's probably... I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even be able to take it serious. I'd be, la- I'd be like, no. No, no. The riot or the looting happened in Chicago. We don't know where this ear piercing thing happened. So it's, but it'd be really dumb to assume that was in Chicago as well. Although it kind of fits the bill on like crazy... Illinois laws, regulatory laws that it has up there. I digress though. Like, dude, the whole time watching these like shoplifting things happen, I'm just like, where are the cops? They're they're racing, they're arresting the guy for getting a gun and defending himself. Yeah, but like, dude, it's when you, it's a wild concept. Public funded security. And that by that's what I mean by cops. Public I mean it's I'm down for security. I love having security. That's why there's a gun in my house. That's why Yeah, didn't it? I think I and dude, hang on, even like besides a gun in my house, that's why out at our ranch, like there's a, a house there that someone can stay in, that someone does. And that's like added security to the ranch to have just a dude with lights on walking around out there. Yep. It's a, it's a bar but it's like and no, I'm wrong. I've, uh, here's my asterisk I always put on it. Like, the cops that... I almost look at a good cop. Hang on. I almost look at a good person trying to be a cop like a good person trying to be a soldier. I believe there's a bunch of noble intent in there. Um, I think you just have to put on blinders to a lot of the shit that's happening. And it's... At what point does that make you a bad person? It depends. It's situational. Like, I do like the fact that a hairdresser has to go to school or train longer than a cop in this state. I think in certain cities in this state, I'm not. I remember quoting that, and I looked it up, and it's like here it applies, and that's true in Florida, but here in Florida, that's not true. I don't know. That was a funny one, but like you know, talking about like whether a good person's evil or not. Did I ever a little bit a little bit of a side rant? Can't remember the dude's name, but I ever talk about the during the rape of Nanking right before World War II breaks out. Uh, pretty much China, Japan's invading China. And That's when they're throwing kids up and catching them on bayonets. It's, it's called the rape of Nanking yeah. for a reason, uh, historically. It's horrifying. There was a German businessman there that there's now in Nanking, there is a statue of this German businessman. Because, like, dude, here's the thing about the rape of Nanking. It wasn't just 
Chinese soldiers. It was Chinese civilians, not just Chinese civilians. It was any civilian anywhere they could get their hands on was done horrific things to to death. And there, but the like one thing they left alone was because they had a loose treaty with Germany. They'd be like, oh, these specified German corporate buildings, they're off t- they're off t- hands. We can't touch them in China. And this one German businessman like ended up saving like 2,000 Chinese families that were like, just come in my offices and hide in like yeah. Iowa. And there's a statue of them. There's a big, and it's like, here's to this guy, Franz Guschenmeister. I don't know, something German. Uh, episode title. <laughs> but uh, here's the thing about that guy. He also helped like build the Nazi death camps or like, like directly like, would like 10 years later after the, or five years later, help directly with the, killing of innocent people so it's is that like, just a solid wash like did he break even is he neutral <laughs> is yeah, he like, like belgium after that two extremes just but like, one? no i think it i think michael malice michael malice was the one that brought this guy to my attention he said i think the lesson is when good when powerful people have the power to do good and they do that like praise them like that's a great thing they did when a cop does something good, praise that cop. Don't feel like, holy shit, what a great thing. The two cops that took out the mass shooter and wherever that they won't release the... Oh, the, the Tranifesto? <laughs> Jesus Christ, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like, wait. <laughs> yeah, that one. Like, those two cops, like, you can praise... Those two actions that they did, even though I really like don't like how they get their... I don't care. They don't get my money. That's actually two government employees that don't get my money. I don't care. That's good for them. But I will always bash Uvalde. Yes, always. God, and every other thing like that. But, you know, and this is like something... I know I know the more red-pilled people in my audience like will probably already be well aware of what I'm talking about. This is something like you and me were talking about before the show. For those of you that... For those of you that do, bear with me. For you that that don't, you know, like starting in the 60s, I think it was, when you had Johnson's uh, new society, new, what what did he call it? Do you know what I'm talking about? When he's like, we're going to eliminate poverty. We're going to have housing for everybody. This is going to be a grand new, it's not brave new world, but damn it, it sounds close to that. Uh, A whole new world. Was that Beauty and the Beast? I think it's Aladdin. Yeah, okay, my bad. I'm sorry, everybody, for that crime. Uh, no, but he... I'm sorry, hang on. Just lost, <laughs> I just lost my train of thought from Aladdin. What the hell was I saying? Yeah, you're talking about uh, Johnson and like oh, the yeah, yeah, The Grand thing. New Society. So, like, dude, here's my thing. In the 60s, you had what started out as a war on poverty. Like, we're going to increase the welfare state... And put a pin in this real quick. We're going to mostly help out the poor single mothers and the poor, like, minorities, which is, like, mostly black families. Uh, Like, back then, like, it's specifically mostly them. And not knocking that one way or the other. So we're going to do that. Later on into that, uh, like, after that, we're going to start having a war on drugs in the 90s. Or 80s and 90s. eh, 70s, I guess, with Nixon, if you want to get really technical. Then, like... 80s and 90s up into 2000s, we have a war on terror. And like those three things, poverty, drugs, terror, 
Since the 60s, would you say those problems have gotten like better? So much worse. So So much worse. So much worse. And it's like, dude, we do have new innovations and like things that are helping. We now have harder drugs. We're poor. And what was the other one? Uh, Terror. There's. Oh, yeah. We're better at killing people. Yeah, we are better at killing people. But like, you know, dude, there was the one thing I put a pin on. You were asking me before this podcast, like, what, why does it seem like every, everything is seeming so me, 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 gimme, gimme, I, I want, I'd rather have a much safer security than a much more dangerous freedom. Like, it, se- it seems like a lot of that is happening. You see shit like the riots in the ghetto in, in uh, Chicago, and you see it in other places, CLA, you see, uh, as you said before the podcast, you see Austin, but put, it, put in that one, we'll come back to it. I think so much of it, dude, is you see these kids, when the government started subsidizing, incentivizing single mothers, and let's say, let's say it was with noble intents. Let's say it was with the most noble intents. Like, hey, here are these down and out mothers that don't have a dad around to help raise their kid. Let's all get our money together and help them. Because for God forbid, this little kid might be the next Einstein. Let's help him get there and not have to starve to death or, you know, something like that. Like, but it's like, dude, what they ended up doing was incentivizing single motherhood. Yeah. So before this, if, and I'm not like, I'm a dude that's planning on being single till I'm dead for the most part. Like, so I'm, I'm really talking like, I don't know, kind of out of both mouths, but I think culturally this was like a real significant thing. Like, if you were a mother and you were like going to divorce, like if you were going to get impregnated by a dude, like screw around with them before this whole welfare state, you might want to make sure it's the right dude. That's yeah. like going to be around to help you take care of your kids. Cause if not, you're screwed. Like you, you better have an understanding father or you better society's also going to look down on y- you. Yeah. Like this is a whole bunch of shit. Not, and don't get me wrong. I don't even necessarily think, Society, in, in air quotes, should look down on that single mom. I just don't think we should artificially prop her up either. I think it's yeah. like, like you've made your bed, fucking lay in it. Yeah. Like, like what? you shouldn't be negative. or I, Now, I do think that whereas we shouldn't put her down, the cup, like me as a guy that plans on being single till I'm dead, the couple that did in spite of all their challenges, stay together to an old age and raise a loving family. Like, holy shit, we should idolize that. Cause that's a really it's uh, rare. It's rare. And that's a, that's a harder thing to do like much harder and more difficult. And even though I like easy, lazy shit, I see the, the value in pursuing the harder task. There's more, much more value in it. So I get on it when I, when I can. Um, so like, dude, I think incentivizing this like single motherhood, it's led to more kids growing up fatherless. Of and, and here's my thing. I really like want to address the Alright. The dudes I have grown up around that if you I think if you don't know any better, it seemed like they had good points. It's like, man, you know, <laughs> although now I know just about as many white people on welfare as I know black. It's spread, it's spread all around the spectrum. But 
saying that in my redneck town. It was like, man, you know, seems like all the blacks are on welfare, da 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 I really think that was damn near designed by <clears throat> the Democrats and like Mal- Malcolm X pointed this out. He's like, dude, they're buying your control. Like they're giving you money to have control over you from here into the future. And now for the people that like get out of that mindset and go like, I'm going to pursue my own ways and me, it looks like great to you. But dude, I think when you have that for like three generations, that's, I think when, when I saw that riot of like mostly freaking here's why I, I really don't like the racist spectrum on this. Like I've seen a lot of people on Twitter go like, Oh, I wonder what color most of these rioters were. You know, all right, that might be true. How do you think their great grandparents would feel about that? Like, if you go back to, like, let's say they're all, let's say it was 100% black rioters. Like, if you go back to their great grandparents who, like, weren't on welfare and had to live under, like, holy shit, Whitey's hunting us down. <laughs> like, I feel like there'd be a lot of kids getting their ass beat. Dude, like, that's, like, kind of my thing. So it's like, this ain't even a race thing. This is a, like, government culturated socialism. Yeah. Like, this is a, a, the, no, it's not. Hang on. That's so. Which, so what I'm getting out of all this is America beat your kids. <laughs> like, don't leave. Don't leave handprints. Don't like seriously harm them. But you know, like spare the rod, spoil the I child. Don't, I don't even think you got to beat your kids. But I really think I, I don't think I should say spank. I shouldn't <laughs> say beat your children. I don't, spank. I, a spanking I even, on like a little on the butt. Don't even, I think there's some kids you don't even have to spank. Like I'll be that liberal about it. Like I really think it's a situational thing. No, nah, then you just hit them for good measure. Because dude, I'll tell you what: when you spank a kid and they don't deserve it, and you find out later on they don't deserve it. Oh, I can remember the ones I got that yeah. I didn't deserve. Dude, as me, like as a dad, I'm like, oh, I remember sitting down with Mark, and I'm like. I am sorry. How can I make it up to you? Like you were right and I was wrong. He's like, maybe buy me an action figure. I'm like, that's fine. I'll buy you five of them. My, <laughs> sister, <laughs> my sister tore the golf cart and I got the spanking for that because she blamed on me. I'm still mad about that one. <laughs> and I'm still mad about the time I was sweeping dog food out from underneath the, in the barn. But my dad, my dad blamed me from sweeping it under. And yeah. I was like, no, why would I be on my hands and knees trying to get it out? And I got spanked for that one. Those are two that I can, nope. I definitely earned all the ones I got, yep. but those are two that are like, I was, I was framed. <laughs> I got spanked one time for not returning a video game or a movie, I can't remember, to movie gallery and getting late fees for it. I remember to this to this day being like, like my dad spanking me and me having the thought of like, I cannot drive. <laughs> I cannot. This, you are the adult. I know. I did not tell you about Siphon Filter 2, but like you rented it with me. <laughs> like, like I didn't go to the store and get this by I'm myself. I'm a child. I can't be trusted. <laughs> yeah, I don't know but, what day it is. <laughs> I'm really trying to logically deduce in my head at like eight years old. Like this just doesn't check out. <laughs> I can remember going to Eckerd's when Eckerd's was still a thing for CVS. And uh, I was, you remember like the little Wrigley sticks of gum, like little five cent, little tiny, like five piece packs yeah, yeah, yeah. of gum. Well, I remember I asked my mom for like some juicy fruit gum and she was like, yeah, I should get it, put it in the cart or whatever. Well, I don't know if it's, she picked up a pack, but I had a pack too. And then I walked out the store, realized it was, I still had it. And I was like, I was like, I, we didn't pay for this. She gave me like this whole speech. She's like, we're going to have to go back in and turn it in. And she's like, I hope they don't call the cops on you. Terrified me to death and made me walk back in and hand it back to the manager and apologize. Even though like it was an accident because she bought me the. You're a thief. Oh yeah! Oh, You're I thought I was cool. Life. Oh, bad! Like that Forever scarred branded. me. 
Um, dude, what was the other thing? Um, besides you being a thief, aside from that. Oh, dude, I did see some cool shit that like kind of reaffirmed something. Uh, for those of you that like, it came up on a, a Dave Smith podcast, but I'm gonna have a different take on it because it just really it was something so neat. It was from the show The Young Turks. Do you know of them? Didn't they start like a holy war? <laughs> okay, okay, hang on, hang on. Historically, yes, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. You, you got the right mindset. This so like whenever. You remember that old, so if like you had that old satellite thing, like Democracy Now! News Channel, it was like a way left-wing, like le- like communist channel pretty much. Oh, pro- probably not in my house. No, probably not. It's like I, I would like see it and be like, what's this? I'd watch a little bit and it was so far left field, I couldn't figure it out in high school. I remember the Young Turks kind of started there and that's what they called themselves because they were Turkish. And yes, they're calling themselves that after the Turkish death squads that committed like genocide yeah, <laughs> that yeah. that they deny to this day. But no, they're a newscaster that's just calling themselves that. Uh, anyways, they're far left. They've always been. Hang on, back then, like back in like the two thousands, they were far left, and they would be. How should I? You know who Charlie Kirk is. I'm sure you've seen memes of him or probably he's like from, uh, from turning point USA. He's the, okay. Here's a crazy idea. What if America isn't that bad of a country after all? It's like always that kind of boomer conservative, like here's an idea. What if we just respected our military a little bit more with like a little gleam in the eye or something? It's like, shut up. Faggot. <laughs> Shut up. Um, but anyway, it's like that, but of the left, right? Okay. Kind of what you see like these Facebook posts on conservative that, but left wing. So, bunch of typical like praise AOC, praise Greta Thunberg, vote Bernie. Um, we think Hillary might be a little too center, but we should vote for her anyways because she'll get us some left wing policies in there. That kind of. Thing. Hillary's too center? That's terrifying. Hillary is center wing. I don't I'll explain in a moment. Give me give me first She's a death squad. Yeah. Center. Oh. Alright, do you, I got a question. Do you think Hillary Clinton Clinton wants to redistribute the profits of the large banks and CEOs to the people? Okay. <laughs> okay, you see what I'm getting at? Well see, I I still consider her left and then Because you're right. Yeah, but so anything center to you is, but it's like now. It's, no, 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 no. See, I consider her far left. Anything after that retarded. No, no, no. no. She is not far left. No, she's, she's far left. I mean, anything after that is just dumb. No, she's center left. She's in. Okay, I'll get into that in one minute. Hang on. First, everything to me is two D. I know you do a, like the little four squares. It's I, just one line. Dude, it's just one line. It's actually five cubes intersecting with each other on a five dimensional plane. <laughs> Hyperspace, man. I got a gemstone for it. Anyways. <laughs> I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> Keep dragging you further. I'll get you the right gemstone to hang around your neck. Don't worry. It'll, it'll protect you from the spirits. Um, but no. So like, anyways, what this was, this was the, it's pretty much left wing Fox news. Okay. That, that's what it's turned into. And it's funny. Cause they've had this like pundit on there. Who's always been a name, the left wing talking point. She's behind it. Gun control, this, that, yada, yada, yada. Now something I'm not going to lie. For the past like six months, I haven't dug deep into it, but I've been seeing the memes about them taking your gas stove and replacing it with an electric stove for 
the environment for some dumbass reason. Over my warm, toasty hands, they will. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but if I'm being honest, like 98% of the time I've seen this, I'm like, I kind of think this is bullshit. I, kinda, I don't. I have a hard time seeing them going in deep into Appalachia and, re- and replacing some like g- gas stoves or like you know maybe in the suburbs of California. But anyways, that's always been my impression of it. So here's this chick. She's a correspondent on the Young Turks. This progressive. I'll get away from the mic cord. I'm yeah. sorry. I got close to it. Not we're gonna good. happen we're again. We're still we're still rolling. Yeah. Uh, but she's. Uh, I guess the time has come. I, I believe she lives in California. This young, progressive, 40-year-old business-looking lady. I mean, she works on a new show, but she looks all businessy and corporate And she's, uh, she is freaking the fuck out about how they are replacing her gas stove with the light. She got, she got the estimate on how much it will actually cost her to uh, replace it. And like it's astronomical, like it's huge. She lives in like some apartment complex. They're doing it all to at once. Or I don't know the details, but it's at best a slight inconvenience to her. And you can tell this is like one of these like very privileged people that have lived because she is like is funny because when the rubber meets the road and like this green policy shit, like it. Oh, it's not just talking about it and saying we'll vote this way. You actually have to pay for it. When people start feeling that, they actually finally start reacting to, oh, maybe this ain't everything it was sold on. And go watch the part of the problem Dave Smith episode. He does he does an excellent job of breaking down kind of that viewpoint of how detached these people are. But this gave me a much better understanding. You know, a lot of the time I watch the news and I hear these terrible takes, these terrible, awful Opinions that almost make me dumber just by hearing them. And I feel I get, like you're describing our show. I mean, yeah, <laughs> no, yeah, but in a different way. They're being serious about it. <laughs> they're, they're not self-aware of their retardedness like I am. Right, this is all a joke. <laughs> right, <laughs> FBI. But <laughs> it, anyways, I always wonder, because I do know about Operation Mockingbird, which we've talked about on the show. You're welcome to Google. It was in the 80s when the CIA admitted to, I think they had... Over 500 agents embedded in news agencies abroad and over 50 domestically in different news. So it's like they got 50 agents in news agencies in the 80s. wonder how many they got now. Probably the Sunday Sudan. Oh, don't worry. That was during the church committee. And they said, we promise we'll knock it off. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah okay. We, we promise. Uh, so, so, like, part of my brain with that information, that very public information, I go... How many of these assholes are feds? How many of these people that are barking me this nonsense are, are actually like fed stooges? And I mean, how it's a deep question. I want like, if I could know one truth, it's how, how deep does this connection actually go? We ain't got Helpful. a big enough shovel. I'm afraid we don't, we don't, but I saw how far it didn't go. And that's almost as good as finding out how far it does. Cause watching this, like, Left-wing, liberal-ish, and God bless my good left-wing listeners that, like, know good, important stuff that, like, I I enjoy. Uh, Not talking about y'all, I'm talking about the idiots. Uh, Like, watching her react to the host 
And like, you know, they're always in this echo chamber of everybody agreeing with them. And this host, she's like, what am I supposed to do? She's like, I'm a well-paid LA living person and I have to pay $18,000. What is, or something like that, cause something crazy. She goes, what is your per- average person supposed to do? That's like struggling to make ends meet. And he goes like, literally the host is like, well, you know, you could like get some tax credits for what, what your, she goes, that's money I might get back later. For yeah. something I'm paying now. He goes, well, you know, your HOA ought to be able to help you take care. And you could see this guy, like, internally They're freaking They're all realizing out. that, oh. It, he's like, he, it, but you, not even that, you could just tell. I know at least. The facade was fading. Not only the facade was fading, it's like, oh, holy shit. I actually have to address an argument for one of my own people. Like, the of like, like yeah. It's like he didn't quite know how to even. You want to be like, shut up and pay it. <laughs> like, yeah, it's like, shut up. Stop saying this on our newscast, you stupid bitch. Like, <laughs> but he didn't. And like, she goes on like a 10 minute spoiled rant, which was like, great. And, um, but here's something I know she ain't the deep state. She ain't like, all right, these CIA tentacles, they don't go that far. Yeah. All right, I know at least the guest guys they're bringing on. At least they're not all that. I'm sure, like... We should see her next week when she's just, like, robot, like, <laughs> like repeating everything. Just fuck, dozes off in the middle of the, putts of the show and just slams. So, yeah, so, like, that was a good, like, enlightening bit of, like, hey, they don't... All right, if they don't go that far, then that means those people are just stupid. Yeah. Instead of, like, okay... I can deal with that. And so, oh, actually, I don't know. That's actually a little bit more scary than like their Machiavellian, like trying to. I'm convinced idiocracy is literally what's on like yeah. unfolding. Yeah. Um, maybe there's a way we can like, oh, hang on. Speak. Sorry. Before we speak of deep state tentacles, uh, sounds like a weird kind of Japanese thing. <laughs> Anybody, any artists out there want to prove me wrong? <laughs> but, I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> Anyways, Ray Epps, <laughs> 60 minutes, just did like a, a whole big shindig on, uh, on Ray Epps. And here's the thing. Uh, for those of y'all that don't know about Ray Epps, whenever the most horrific thing that ever happened in this country's history, the thing that was worse than Pearl Harbor or 9-11, or my bad Wednesday when I woke up with a wedgie. Uh, they got rid of the lime skittle. Close. I'm happy they got rid of that. Yeah, but it's back, so I'm good now. But uh, I was on a long, angry campaign for a while. Nah. Uh, so, dude, January sixth. Uh, never forget. A one oh six. It's harder to say than nine eleven. Um, but they uh, Ray Epps was a dude that was filmed in a bunch like twenty. Not twenty different times uh, that that I know of, at least like three or four different times, in these big MAGA crowds, like the day before the rally, going like, "Hey, we're gonna take the rally, and we're all gonna storm the Capitol." <laughs> we're all like, he's caught so many times saying it. And how long ago was January sixth? Two years ago? A year ago? I don't know. How long has this hell been going on? A long time. It's getting blurry. Anyways, that long ago, whoever 2020, just... so three years ago. Okay. That was 2020? Yeah, yeah it was. It was the election, election year. Yeah, 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 okay. You're right. You're right. Um, They've been, it's three years. 2021, because it was after the election. Because they were talking, because they were swearing in Joe Biden. Yeah, but wasn't that January 6th, 2021? 
So it's still be the I don't know. It was twenty two right. to twenty three. Doesn't matter. Move past it. It I R right. math. Yes, screw math. Um, math bad. Crump angry. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, so like this much later, sixty minutes did an interview with him, and like I'll give them some credit. They're not complete. Like, did you see any of the clips? I saw a few of them. I was watching them on the way here, and it was like one of them, uh, them asking him why he's there, and he's like, "Well, you know, I was just." Is Epps short for Epstein? Is that is that is that is that the real is that the real story here? It really wouldn't surprise me, but no. But he like he just really seems like a fed. <laughs> like I've, in, in I don't mi- really know a whole lot about him, but the little bit I've seen just from some of the, yeah. I'm like, yeah. My favorite quote of the whole thing, though, and I'm gonna I, this quote will not be exact, but it will be close. Is like a uh, sixty minutes has been reaching out to the FBI for comment for the past two how many years, whatever, uh, and they have been deathly silent amidst a bunch of uh, many questions about does Ray Epps work for the FBI? And the FBI finally released a statement: Ray Epps is not an agent of the FBI. And has never worked for the FBI. And it's like, and here's my, and like, end quote. And they're like, and that settles it. And I'm like, <laughs> hang on. That settles shit. They, they lie. <laughs> I'm not, maybe, all right, maybe they're telling the truth this time. But like, dude, whenever they asked, what's his name? Oh, God, I can't think of his name. He's a bald guy and he had glasses and he was the head of the NSA. And they Mr. said, Magoo. Close, very close. He looks like Mr. Magoo. And they go like, it. I can't remember what congressman he is, but he goes, is the NSA doing mass surveillance on the American, mass data collection on the American people? And the guy goes, ah, ah. No. <laughs> like, dude, it's never been more of a lie. And then it's like, it's like, dude, I want to play cards with that guy. Like, dude, it's uh, like, no. And then just like looks down. To, I have five aces. <laughs> I'm all in. Dude, I wish I could <laughs> go back and look it up. It's so hilarious. Dude, still, I think he's still. It, he probably got promoted. He lied. He bold faced lied. It was proven later he was lying. And like, dude, they, they totally, I can't remember, maybe he did lose his job. I think he did. But then like he immediately, like six months later, went on to work somewhere else and never saw one hour of jail time for lying to Congress, the representative, our representatives about what the government is doing to the people they represent. (laughs) This just keeps getting funner every day. And here's here's the people with power that have a monopoly on it don't suffer the consequences of that power. I want some of that power. You have to have it on your property. Yeah. That's how it should go. Yeah. Leave it alone. <laughs> don't fiddle with it. Okay, so I want more property. Buy it. Yeah. I just want to take it. Good luck. I want somebody else to give it to me. They'll do that. <laughs> no, I mean, like, for real, work with this. So, like, what? I mean, this is, like, one of my favorite, like, little... It's funny. I think, you know, we have this thing. I'm, I'm going to get philosophical for a moment, people, and I'm sorry. This is something I've really been chewing on the past week while I've been on this uh, nerve and muscle and pain medication. So, really bear with me. 
So, like, dude. Are you eating mushrooms out of the pasture? No, not that medication this time. Yet. <laughs> um, but no, so, like, we have this legal framework of what you're legally allowed to do and not go to jail for and not be punished by the state for. But within that legal framework, you can do whatever you want. You can be as shitty as you want to people. It doesn't really matter because to a lot of people just trying yeah. to... He's you not, not return your buggy in the cart return. If anybody out there, like, <laughs> return, put your, put your buggy back. You're talking to most of our audience. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, put your buggy back. You're mostly bad people. <laughs> um, but, like, no, so I've, I've really... Don't, get me, don't hear, me, hear me out. I know this isn't perfect. No, no system is. But I think when you have these hard, kind of artificially created and loosely and chosenly enforced laws, you know, like we were talking about earlier, they won't arrest the rioters, but they will arrest the dude that defends a store with a gun or their house with a gun without running yeah, to the furthest see, I mean, place. you can see it. I'm not trying to get political with, you know, look at, look at Trump and look at Hunter Biden. And I'm not it, even saying pick a side. No. But you can't tell me that either one of, okay, if you're going to arrest one, then the other one should definitely be arrested. I kind of, as someone and the Trumpers are not going to like, I kind of have a somewhat equal opinion of both of them. That's what I'm well, saying. One is treated far worse than the other. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, like, yeah. so, okay, fine. If you, yeah. if you agree that he, sh- he should be arrested for it, okay, I'm with you. But then why is... But here's the flip side, I think. It's all picky and choosy. I think if you get rid of these hard, very... I mean, they are specific... Like these vaguely followed laws like the ones that we like act the old, like. I like the old laws where it's like you, it's illegal to keep a donkey in a bathtub in New Mexico. They're ketchup in your back pocket and like saying, but I don't yeah. know. Yeah, I don't know the states, right? But there's somewhere it's illegal to keep a donkey in a bathtub. There's dumb laws. Um, but like, I think it removes. I think, I think having those laws, those strict that are enforced by like Washington or even Tallahassee or any of that. It lessens your personal responsibility of how you treat other people. Because I think you feel like you can get away with it more. Just It's not against the law. Hey, it's a free country. I can do this. I, hey, I go to jail for that, but not this. So I'll do this and it's... I'm allowed. But like, dude, if you take that away, and it's just like, oh, how I treat other people might just have bad repercussions on me on anything that could range from them saying something bad to them being a crazy person and pulling out a gun and blowing my head off to them recording me on Twitter or TikTok and spreading my image around of me doing something horrendous and nobody wants to do business with me. Like there is such a varying degree of rep of repercussions that can happen to you for the slightest action. I think it's almost like, it's like these small towns where everyone has guns. Like you just cut like what Chris Reeves told me about Arcadia. Like you just don't fuck with people here, dude. They'll yeah. just, they'll just beat your ass over dumb reasons. It's like, yeah, well don't talk shit. Yeah. Like, it keeps everybody from talking mad shit unless they like fighting. And so I really think, I, I think there is, uh, I can't remember who said it. I'd sound stupid trying to say his name, thinking of it off the top of my head. Maybe it was Sal. He said, there are no solutions. There's only trade-offs. So when you say, oh, we're going to have a government to throw people in jail, even for things you would think were like common sense, like murder and theft. It's like, all right, that is not a solution to murder and theft. That is a trade-off. 
you are trading off and like sometimes the trade off is worth it. I'm not saying it's not like, all right, you're going to trade off having power over humans to determine if they are murderers and thieves by a state that has the power to legal power to grab other people and throw them in a cell instead of you, the individual you're, you're, you are trading your responsibility to take care of yourself to the state. So vigilante justice is better. In some cases, certainly in other cases, certainly not. I think it's such, I believe to say one thing is better. I think it's so damn situational. This chaotic reality that follows no fucking okay. rules. Let's, so maybe you were on some of the show me that article. Maybe we should just let AI do it. No, <laughs> no. Oh my God. No. All right, guys, we're going late. I saw a libertarian's worst nightmare on, on <laughs> Twitter today. Showed it to Merce before we started. Oh, no, it is terrifying. Dude, I, you'd think, what is it? Communism? Is it fascism? Is it some sort of corporatism? Nay, kids. It is artificially intelligent, bureaucratic advanced lawmaking that goes beyond human comprehension of like this dude. It got, it got a lot of attention. If Skynet was a prosecutor. If Skynet was a prosecutor and bureaucrat, it pretty much AI will get to the point where it will be able to make laws that humans cannot conceive of. And it will organize us in a better way than we ever could. And we should just go along with it because we will be better off for it. And I'm like, burn in hell, Terminator. No. Like, they literally made a movie. Google's how to make a house out of magnets. <laughs> <laughs> Just total magnets. <laughs> no. So anyways, that's a... Uh, that, hey, one last thing. One last side skirt. What did you say about Austin, Texas earlier? Oh, it's, it, it's super liberal. All right. It's actually gotten more, I don't know, nowadays, what's conservative and what's liberal? It's all just icky. I mean, leave me alone and let me mind my business, believe it or not, was the liberal cry of the late 80s of like, like things that we kind of think is like common sense stuff that most conservatives just don't like today. But like, you know, like two gays want to do So you're saying the liberals transitioned? (laughs) bunch of trannies <laughs> but yes um but no like it i don't know i think there's people i think it much it there, there is a cultural significance don't get me wrong but i think it matters much more whether or not someone is authoritarian or libertarian whether they are conservative or liberal or left for matter for, for better speak it like you said like you can't believe like Hillary Clinton isn't like far left no dude Hillary Clinton Nancy Pelosi they're about as left wing as Lindsey Graham is right wing that'd be a donkey right on cue with naming the politicians that is awesome is that donkey yeah I thought that was your phone going off no that's donkey you know what we're ending on that folks good night <laughs>